This is Joanne Tan. Today we're talking about crypto, Elon Musk, and Tim Draper. I'll be interviewing Tim Draper on my next podcast series, Interviews of the Notables and Influencers. Tim Draper is a billionaire and Silicon Valley luminary who invested about 20 million in Bitcoin in 2017. He is an unwavering believer in crypto through thick and thin. My next blog post and newsletter in early June 2021 will feature the entire interview. In this blog, I'm sharing with you why I'm going to ask Tim Draper about cryptocurrencies, blockchain, inflation, the economy, and a few of the 60 questions I'll be asking. Now, first, let me share with you my own crypto journey so far. My 21-year-old son was buying small amounts of Dogecoin, Bitcoin, and Ether, and sold some. He was only six years old when the real estate investment frenzy cast a spell over many Americans, until the bubble burst in 2008, and he was completely unaware of that time period. So many people, including professional financial advisors, lost so much money and their homes after the real estate investment failed. It took many of them 10 years to recover and to subsequently remove the bankruptcy stain from their credit reports. I have been seeing the same temptations and almost gambler-like mentality on the part of not only the innocent, idealistic, and the gullible, but also the highly seasoned, well-educated, even-keeled adults from all walks of life over the past few years of the crypto ups and downs. I tried to dissuade my son from putting any more money into this crypto fever, but to no avail. Then I started to learn more about it myself. Now let me share with you why I decided to own one Ether coin. So I asked for opinions about investing in crypto from a friend of mine who is one of the world's best and most disciplined commodity traders while reading about crypto myself. This friend said that even though, quote, it's super risky, unquote, he owns Ether, Bitcoin, and a NFT. He advised not to put too much money into it and cautioned about paying tax retroactively. After many rounds of questions and answers with him over a couple of weeks, I confess that the fear of missing out was pushing me hard to cross the threshold, but I was still not game. An accomplished artist who is also a rational, disciplined man devoted to his ascending art career as well as to his family of four small children was talking on Clubhouse about NFT. I joined the conversation and learned that for any artist to use NFT for publicity and sale of art, the only way is by using Ethercoins. I aspire to mint some of my paintings and drawings as NFTs someday. So I bought one Ether for $3,532.61 on May 6, 2021 on the grounds that it has the capacity to have very smart contracts for different apps and it is the only required crypto for NFT fees as of May 6, 2021. Three days later, on May 9, 2021, ICT, Internet Computer Token, 
had a 45 billion debut and became an overnight sensation. It is said to be faster than Ethereum with better technology that can bypass Google and AWS and even has the potential to protect owners' privacy. Wait a minute. Privacy and traceability are at odds with each other. The quote-unquote beauty of crypto is traceability thanks to blockchain. Now, if crypto's chain of ownership is no longer traceable by this added privacy, what differentiates it from the greenbacks? Traceability for cryptocurrency is one of the values upon which trust for crypto is built. The US dollars and all other currencies issued by governments do not yet have this blockchain-enabled transparency for money's source and originality. And more contradictions or confusion. Another crypto value is based on scarcity. There are limited amount, limited supplies of Bitcoin, for example. However, Dogecoin operates to the total country since it is produced without limits. Why is Elon Musk buying it, endorsing it, and accepting it for the moon mission? Now, if traceability and scarcity are taken away from crypto, are there any other unique value propositions of crypto that will differentiate it from US dollars? I seem to hear crypto fans say, Yay! Decentralized! I don't think solely being decentralized per se creates more value and trust than centralized traditional currencies. There have to be more character traits or unique value propositions such as traceability and scarcity associated exclusively with crypto in order for it to compete with or supplement traditional currencies. Even more bizarre is the latest, as of May 13th, from Bloomberg News, that the group formerly known as Libra is moving operations to the US and plans to issue a dollar-backed stablecoin. I'm confused. I thought cryptocurrency is different from traditional currencies like US dollars. Why do we need a dollar-backed cryptocurrency? Just to bypass the banks? But then, isn't all the crypto coins monetary value based on the US dollar value anyway? Is the best yet to come? If it is true that ITC, the new kid on the block, outperforms Ether and all other coins measured by performance and sustainability, most likely ITC will not have the last say. Since technology evolves so fast, there will be newer and better crypto coins up and coming. Does it mean that those who jumped in with both feet too early may actually have less advantage than those who wait for newer and better technologies and better coins? Well, fear and greed in this crypto jungle and the crypto unknown wild west. As many as 61% of people who have heard of the coins said they had little or no understanding of how they work, according to Bloomberg News. Many of them are driven by fear of losing out, missing the boat, and inflation.
Is inflation more speculated and feared than actual? Assuming inflation will be actual, is crypto a safe haven for preserving cash from devaluation? The herd of millions of blind followers are driven with greed and speculative fever. They listen to every word of Elon Musk. These blind sheep recently got whiplashed by Musk yo-yo between endorsing and buying Bitcoin to suspending it in Tesla's transactions. Musk advocated for Dogecoin, then called it a hustle, but the next day he accepted it for SpaceX moon mission. Um, exploring the unknown world of crypto or Mars is adventurous and exciting, but I'm glad that Elon Musk has come to terms with the cost to this blue planet by unsustainable energy use for mining bitcoins. I hope he's not uh, going to burn too much money and raise false hope for the human race's migration to Mars before it is too late to use all our limited resources to save our one and only home planet. The Overt and covert fights for crypto dominance among the billionaires and zillionaires with their respective backing of different coins will wipe out many meme coins and other crypto coins, in my personal opinion. So the best case scenario is that when the dust settles, there will be just half a dozen types of coins left. This can be good news for investors late to the game whose wallets are not nearly as deep, hence with less to gamble with and proportionately less to lose. But there is also the possibility of the worst case scenario. That's death and taxes. Benjamin Franklin famously said, but in this world, nothing is certain except death and taxes. The traceability of crypto will enable Uncle Sam to retroactively tax everyone who has ever owned crypto. That means you could have spent $1,000 on crypto and ended up owning 10 times or even more back taxes. Suppose that you bought $1,000 of Dogecoin and sold it for $150,000 this year and you did not pay any tax on capital gains or property tax, which is about 40 to 50% of 150,000. The IRS and state tax collectors can come after you in a few years, and now you owe 100% due to penalties and fees. But if you put the 150 grand into some other crypto and lost it all, even though you made zero, you are still responsible for paying a $150,000 tax bill. The IRS can go back seven years or more, but that's not all. When national governments, the US government included, view crypto as a serious threat to their power to control their own currencies, to tax and to control their economies and to protect their national security. Do you think they will sit on their hands and do nothing? As of today, May 13, 2021, the US Justice Department, IRS, are investigating Binance, one of the largest crypto exchanges, for money laundering and tax offenses. 
the cloud seemed to be looming on the horizon. Is crypto's value solely in the eyes of its beholders? Who will win, who will lose? Warren Buffett called Bitcoin rat poison squared. Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan Chase, called it a fraud. And Larry Fink of BlackRock said it was an index of money laundering, according to Time magazine. Elon Musk insists that he believes in crypto's future. So does Tim Draper. About 100 million people around the world own crypto as of now. Some institutional investors are buying crypto as their cash reserve against the risks of inflation caused by global monetary oversupply in the past year due to COVID. Will that make crypto go mainstream soon? If so, how soon? What and who can make crypto legit? In my humble, uninformed, non-expert opinion, what will save crypto is not just billionaires' endorsements and ownerships of crypto, but what the masses will do or not do. Only mass ownership and circulation will make crypto viable and legitimate. The more people buy and use it, the more viable this digital currency becomes, and the more likely the governments will recognize its coexisting rights with traditional currencies, with regulation and taxation. It seems that Tim Draper wants to replace all paper money in the world with crypto. I'll ask him, okay, are crypto and fiat mutually exclusive? If yes, crypto is heading into a potential war, and what makes him think crypto will win? If the answer is no, crypto and fiat can coexist, what is the relationship between the two? Are they interdependent of each other? Is it a symbiosis relationship, meaning mutually beneficial, you scratch my back, I scratch yours? Please stay tuned for our next newsletter, which contains links to the video, podcast, and blog versions of my interview with Tim Draper. Disclaimer, I'm not an expert on cryptocurrency. This article and the next interview are not intended to promote or demote cryptocurrency, but only for the purpose of sharing my concerns for the average Joe investors. Thank you.